What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Nightmare K Hawk back at it again with another podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I have some news to tell you towards the end of this show. I am absolutely exhausted. I am not going to lie to you. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do tonight's show. But here I am, folks. I am here. going to do it, get through it, power through, and then I'm going to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope everybody is going to have a great weekend. We got the NFL playoffs starting tomorrow. We have Martin Luther King Day on Monday. I have a show tomorrow. Folks, you are not going to want to miss tomorrow's episode with the news. It is going to be unbelievable. Some of the stories I got to tell you about independent news, it's just unbelievable. It's getting worse and worse, folks. But let's get on a positive note, folks. So let's talk about crypto. Let's talk about gaming. So, all right, folks, we got an article here on CryptoNews.net. Bitcoin touches 21,000. That's right, folks. Shattering historic line of resistance and erasing FTX gap. Bitcoin has touched 21,000 mark, entering a range that erases the damage done to BTC price by alleged fraudsters and FTX founder Sam Bateman Fry. The top cryptocurrency is up 11% in the last 24 hours. Trading at $20,975 at time of publishing, Bitcoin Rises has triggered a broad surge in the overall crypto markets. Ethereum is currently at $1,548, up to 6% in the last 24 hours. Bitcoin raced through $20,000 mark, a historic, physiological, significant price point in a matter of minutes. The number is the virtual top of Bitcoin's 2017 bull run and Bitcoin plunge below this previous all-time high was unprecedented. The plunge was triggered by the collapse of Bankman Fry's crypto exchange FTX, which was allegedly engaged in a criminal misuse of customers' funds. Authorities now accuse Bankman Fry of committing one of the biggest financial frauds in U.S. history. Bankman Fry has pleaded not guilty and faces up to 115 years in prison for conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers, wire fraud on customers, conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders, wire fraud on lenders, conspiracy to commit commodities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and conspiracy to violate U.S. campaign financial laws. Damn, I didn't know he had all those damn charges. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, what do y'all think, man? Do y'all think Bitcoin touching 21,000 is the signs of better things to come? I do not personally. I think all of these cryptos that are pumping right now, including Monero, that's almost at $200. It is a sign of bad things to come. I got a bad feeling about this, folks, because all these cryptos are pumping at the same time. All of them are skyrocketing value. That's a scary sign to me. There is no bull run, folks. This is a bull trap. This is a bull trap. Absolutely. This is 100% a bull trap. And everybody's falling for it. But hey, don't listen to me. Do your own research. Look at all the previous bull traps that's been set already in late 2022. I mean, this is a bull trap. You can see it by looking at the charts. This looks absolutely disgusting. But anyway, let me know what y'all think, folks. Do y'all think Bitcoin is going to go up from here? Do y'all think it's going to go down? Do you think it's going to stay stable at 21000 I do not. So moving on, folks, we got another article 
titled Most Dogecoin Doge Holders Are Still in Profit Blockchain Data Shows. That would be me. Most holders of the meme-inspired cryptocurrency Dogecoin remains in a state of profit despite an over-year long bear market in the cryptocurrency space that saw the value of most digital assets plunge. According to the data from on-chain data firm Into the Block, 57% of addresses holding Dogecoin are in the money, meaning they bought their Doge tokens below current market price while 41% of holders are out of, out of the money or bought their Doge above current market prices. The meme-inspired cryptocurrency lost over 50% of its value over the past 12 months, aimed a wire cryptocurrency bear market it has been re recovering over the last few months. As over the past six months, the cryptocurrency moved up over 10%. <clears throat> as Crypto Globe reported the last as Crypto Globe reported late last year, the latest whale on the cryptocurrency network moved over 280 million in the cryptocurrency to a new address that has since become the fifth largest one on the network. Dogecoin largest address known for at one point holding 28% of the mean coins inspired cryptocurrency circulation supply has been tagged on Explorers as belonging to the commission-free trading platform Robinhood. If the whale is indeed Robinhood, then the address is simply their cold storage wallet where users' funds are kept. Others, however, speculate the wallet belongs to Tesla, Twitter, and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk. Musk has said Doge is his favorite cryptocurrency and has promoted it on social media while adding it as a payment option for Tesla's merchants merchandise. On-chain analysis service Look On Chain has shared data suggesting Musk is behind this whale address. As the whale addressed large amounts of tokens at times that concluded with Elon Musk's tweets about the cryptocurrency, it's worth noting that these inflows could also be related to Doge holders moving their funds to Robinhood to trade the cryptocurrency based on Musk's words, as he has been known to move cryptocurrency prices at reported search interest for the meme-inspired cryptocurrency expl exploded during the cryptocurrency massive 10,000% price rally going from an average of 135,000 monthly searches in April 2020 to 16.5 million in April 2021. Interest in Doge has since waned aimed a wider cryptocurrency market downturn. Nevertheless, the cryptocurrency market cap has recently surpassed that of NAS, NASDAQ list cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Dogecoin holder out there, and I'm one of them, we're in the green, folks. We're doing good. We're doing pretty good. We're doing very good right now. So, just keep holding. Uh, keep using the savers program through ThorChain's uh, DEX, Decentralized Exchange, so you can get free Doge, stake it, make some rewards, make some money, get some free Doge. It's absolutely worth it, folks. Always make sure you do your research on any DEX, any centralized things, any decentralized things, any um, liquidity pools or anything like that. So always make sure to do your own research, folks. But let me know what y'all Dogecoin holders out there think. Do you think that Doge can maintain this? You know, do you think we can continue to be in the profit? Or do you think the opposite? Doge is going to take a pullback. I think it can stay stable personally, but that's just me. 
Now, moving on, folks, we got another article here. CBDCs could make traditional finance more attractive and reduce risk from crypto, says central bank economists. Oh, my God. Central bank digital currencies, folks. They are such a piece of shit. Seriously. And I'm going to link a, I'm going to link an Odyssey video at the end of this episode so you guys can look at what a CBDC is. For sure, and I'm not going to forget this time because I know I've forgotten a lot of links in the past. So I apologize about that. So, all right. Economists at the Bank for International Sun, BIS, think central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, could curb the demand for crypto. And a new bulletin, BIS encounters Matteo, John Frost, and Andreas argue that addressing risk in the crypto market has become a pressing policy issue in the wake of high-profile implosions across the space last year. Crypto assets markets have gone through booms and busts before, and so far, the busts have not led to wider contagion threatening financial stability. Yet, the scale and prominence of recent failures heighten the urgency of addressing these risks before crypto markets become somatic. This is all bullshit, folks. The crypto ecosystem, the shadow financial function it engages in through central financial uh, entities, C5, and decentralized finance, DeFi protocols, share many of the vulnerabilities that are familiar from traditional finance trade fi, but several factors exacerbate the standard risk. These related to high leverage liquidity and mature, mature uh, maturity mismatches and sustainable information asymmetrics. The economists argue that developing an alternative to crypto could be one way to mitigate the sector's risk. They say the key to accomplishing that would be developing better quality, low-cost payment methods. One opinion is to introduce retail fast payment systems such as a unified payment interface, UPI, in India, PIX in Brazil, the upcoming FedNow system in the United States, or initiatives such as the single euro payment area. Another option is to issue central bank digital currencies that meet real needs and property designs and implemented such Initiatives could support sound private sector innovation. The economists claim CBDCs can make payments cheaper and increase financial inclusion. This is all bullshit, folks. There's no inclusion. They want to control you with central bank digital currencies. It's all bullshit. But they try to sell you as this will be better for you because it's backed by the government. Fuck you. We don't want anything that you have, asshole. Hello. Fucking Ronald Reagan taught us this in the 90s, bitches. Like, hello? The nine words you don't want to hear. Hi, I'm from the government, and we're here to help. Fuck you. We don't want your fucking help, asshole. So let's finish this article. The Switzerland-based BIS is owned by 63 central banks around the world and aims to support central banks' pursuit of monetary and financial stability through international cooperation and to act as a bank for central banks. Folks, let's be real here. We all know the danger of CBDCs, and we already have workarounds. We have workarounds like Monero, Pirate Chain, Dero, Bitcoin, the Lightning Network, 
Dogecoin, for God's sakes. Yes, I know Bitcoin on layer one is public, and I know Dogecoin is a public ledger, but let's be serious. I mean, you already got Gen Z and millennials all up in Bitcoin's uh, testicles. You know, they won't even come over to Monero. They won't even snip Moneros. I mean, you have some Gen Zers that's finally waking up and smelling the coffee to Monero and Pirate Chain, but more people need to wake up and smell the coffee. I like Bitcoin Lightning. I like Bitcoin Lightning a lot. But, and the only reason why I'm using it is because there's a bounty out for it right now by the IRS. So that's the only reason why I'm using it. I really like Lightning. But Monero, Pirate Chain, Dero, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, folks. Get some gold. Get some silver. We know gold and silver are real money. Period. End of story, folks. You do not want to accept a central bank digital currency. This is not about fucking inclusion. You're not including shit. What you want to do is you want to suck in the masses in the CBDCs so they start using it thinking, oh, well, we're backed by the government. If something goes wrong, I just call my local politician or I could call my local freaking central bank and get some answers. No, because it's programmable, which means they can set it to have a timeline on it and you have to spin it at the freaking stores and merchants that they want you to spin in. If you don't, it won't work. And if you disobey the government, they can just turn your fucking money off, folks. And you go from middle class to freaking homelessness in a matter of seconds. That is how CBDCs work, folks. This is bullshit. There is no inclusion. They're not ego-friendly. So when it comes to climate change... They're just as bad. They use electricity, folks. Hello. That's quote-unquote bad for the environment, right? They want us to use less energy. What the fuck do you think CBDCs run on? Fucking solar power? Absolutely not. They want on electricity, folks. Hello. Climate change, anybody? Anybody want to call out these fucking CBDC central bankers or fucking global elites? Hey, asshole. What about climate change? You say that we're gonna, if we don't get our shit together in 10 years, we're going to be all dead. Well, you can't run CBDCs. We don't have the infrastructure to run CBDCs. So we'll just stick with these decentralized cryptos. How about that? We already have a solution. But anyway, folks, let me know what y'all think about that. Moving on. So there are three blockchain use cases far beyond crypto. Let's get into this story. So blockchain... Use cases have expanded far beyond cryptocurrencies in the past years, with multiple industries embracing the technology in a wide range of fields, including healthcare, logistics, and financial services. The hype has many reasons behind it. Blockchains are decentralized, transparent, and increase the captivity of a whole network, opening a window for solutions that require significant uh, computation computational power, more importantly, it gives users the captivity to control their assets, including their data, without relying on third parties. As blockchain evolves, companies across the world are working to find the best way to implement the technology on a range of applications. Cointelegraph reached out to projects that are disrupting industries and bringing blockchain closer to people's daily lives to get some further insight. Healthcare on blockchain. Medical records have long been considered the domain of clinical or health institution worldwide. In 2020, a database that included a sensitive information such as government IDs and tax IDs, numbers 
of over 115,000 people who applied for COVID-19 circulation permits were exposed in Argentina. The incident inspired ShelterZoom to develop a solution to shield patients' medical data from cyber breaches like this in the future. The company created a smart document, SAS provider, and partnered with a private hospital to give patients complete ownership and control over medical records. Each patient record is tokenized, meaning a private key is attached to each online record. ShelterZoom CEO Chow Chang Shurland told Cointelegraph. Through a blockchain-based plug-in extension or mobile app, users can access medical records, dashboards, and carry out all record operations at any time. It also allows patients to track email attachments and revoke access regardless of whether the recipient has opened the email the executive explained. By moving record keeping to a blockchain ecosystem, providers and patients can have access to medical records instantly rather than waiting for paper records to be delivered or faxed. More than 300,000 patients currently have access to Web3 applications as a result of the partnership and there are plans to expand the service to other healthcare providers in Argentina. Data ownership. Data has become a valuable resource in the decades since the internet debut. Historically, users have given up their private information to websites and services free, but do not benefit financially when those companies sell their private information to third parties. With Web3, however, users may once again take control of their data and determine whether to monetize it for their own benefit. Uh, Dymo is a decentralized transport data protocol that allows users to create verified vehicle data recordings. Owners can share their information private with applications, enabling them to navigate better insurance and financial and financing rates. Referrals and participating in the network are rewarded in their native Dymo token. What is blockchain technology? How does it work? Whether it is NFTs or gaming, the more blockchain technology is used outside of trading and speculation, the more we expect consumers to understand the value of this technology more broadly. We want to get to a place where consumers are choosing crypto technology without thinking about it. And that comes from focusing on the best use cases. Flex believes that projects focused on first-party data will replace cookies and advertising and underpin personalization. Web3 allows users to monetize their own data. Consumers stand to benefit, uh, benefit monetarily from this fundamental innovation made possible through blockchain technology, noted. Luxury turns to blockchain. The Aurora blockchain was founded to allow luxury luxury brand customers to verify products automatically through a partnership with Aurora. For instance, Parta is enabling clients to trace recycled gold, jewelry, and diamonds, ensuring their authenticity and transparency at every step of manufacturing. Other members in the cons Sortium include LVMH brands such as Louis Vuitton and Christine 
Dora, the group offers its clients a diamond certificate powered by Aurora, which stores each stone characteristics, uh, providence, and journey. Traceability, especially as it relates to diamonds, has long been a challenge to the jewelry industry, which strives to ensure that only conflict-free diamonds are sold. Aurora is based on the Ethereum blockchain and uses Microsoft Azura traceability smart contracts on the project and blockchain infrastructure were developed by Consensus. Other funding members also include Mercedes-Benz and Carter. So ladies and gentlemen, there are your three use cases for blockchain outside of crypto, folks. So I bet you didn't hear that on your mainstream crypto news. Alright folks, we got two gaming stories and I'm going get to get the hell out of here. Like I said, not a long show tonight, man. I am super tired from work and I have a three-day weekend, so I'm going to go get some rest after this. But ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, Ubisoft Plus is about to launch on Xbox. So ladies and gentlemen, Ubisoft might be getting the Plus version. They might be launching it on the Xbox soon. So Microsoft Tracker suggests that Ubisoft is gearing up to launch its subscription service for Xbox console soon. And ladies and gentlemen, I told you this a couple years ago. That we are going to have to get subscription service to all our freaking favorite title publisher companies. I told you this was coming in gaming. I told you this and here we are. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the story. So Ubisoft could be about to launch its game subscription service on Xbox console. The publisher first revealed plans to bring Ubisoft Plus to Xbox last August, but we've heard a little more from the software giant since then. And new reports suggest that this could change soon, though. With Microsoft Store trackers picking up 24 different Ubisoft titles that contain the tag Ubisoft Plus, this suggests the brands are gearing up for a launch. Xbox site True Achievements claimed that its track also found downloadable content tagged for use with the service too. After Ubisoft's original announcement, it was thought that Ubisoft Plus could become a part of Xbox Game Pass, much like EA Play. So you only have to pay the one subscription fee, but True, Act, True Achievements findings suggest otherwise. It found that games already listed on Game Pass do not have the Ubisoft Plus tag, this could mean the French games firm plans to launch its service separately and charge users for access away from Microsoft's own plan, own payment plan. Currently, Ubisoft Plus costs £12.99, £14.99, £14.99 per month for PC users. So, so is a considerable amount for just 24 games and their downloadable content if that's to transfer to Xbox, maybe a different price plan will be created or we will get Game Pass integration after all. We will have to wait and see. The games that were mined by the tracker, Assassin's Creed, Chronicles, uh, <clears throat> Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster, Assassin's Creed 5 Black Flag, Assassin's Creed, uh, what's that? Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed, The Arosa Collection, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Family Feud, Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, Far Cry 6, Monopoly Madness, Monopoly Plus, uh, what is this, Party of Legend, Rayman Legends, Riders, 
Republic, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, The Crew 2, Tom Clancy, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Tom Clancy, The Division 2, Tribal Pursuit, Uno, and Watchdog Legends. I mean, Legion. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ubisoft Plus may be getting ready to launch on Xbox, folks. And we might have to pay a different uh, different subscription. So get your wallet ready, folks. Get your fucking wallet ready. Absolutely. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have one more story for you as to what Microsoft Xbox goes green with a big power saving software update. So Microsoft has announced changes to the way your Xbox will work to help. It saved power, and also this is about the green agenda, folks, so don't forget about climate change. So Microsoft has announced tweaks to how its Xbox Series S and X consoles work, making them save power when possible and only turn back on when greener energy is available. The new features were announced by Microsoft as a way for Xbox to become the first carbon-aware console. It'll do that by making tweaks to your console existing says while also adding a new feature that Microsoft says will provide carbon Aware game downloads and updates. The first feature is actually pretty impressive. Microsoft says that when your console is plugged in, connected to the internet, and regional carbon intensity data is available. Xbox will schedule game, app, and OS updates for your console at specific times during the nightly maintenance window that may result in lower carbon emissions because a higher proportion of electricity is coming from lower carbon sources on the electric grid. In practice, this means Xbox will no longer automatically power on and do their updates and downloads willy-nilly. Instead, they will choose times when you know the greener energy is being used. Apple introduced a similar feature last year, dubbed Clean Energy Charging. In that example, iPhones only charge when they know that cleaner energy is available. The next change is the next change is one that might actually catch a few people out. Microsoft says that it's going to change the power saving settings that Xbox uses. Xbox insiders will know that their Xbox Series X and S console automatic update to shut down energy saving power option. Yes, I did notice that. I'm an Xbox insider, by the way. Microsoft said via a blog post, this one-time update to your power settings will reduce your power Consumption while your console is off and will not affect performance, gameplay, or your console's ability to receive overnight updates to the system, games, or apps. It's worth noting that remote play won't work in this mode, so make sure to switch back to standby mode if that's a problem for you. These changes are only going to affect people who are on the Xbox Insider program right now. But Microsoft says they'll roll this out to all Xbox owners soon enough. So ladies and gentlemen, get your popcorn ready. Because your settings on your Xbox is about to change for climate change. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I told you we are going into climate change. We're going into the fourth industrial revolution. Whether you like it or not, there's not a damn thing you can do. They're about to overtake all of our smart devices. It's the Internet of Things. Soon we'll be part of the Internet of Bodies, folks. No more fiat cash. It's about to become a cashless society, folks. We're all going to be in the smart grid. And they're about to take control of our lives. We're about to be living in a technocracy. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've told you, I've warned you for a couple of years now, since I started my podcast 
back in April of 2020. I have warned you for almost three years now. This was coming. And here we are. We're already here, folks. I'm an Xbox insider. Like I said, it is happening right in front of your eyes. Your Xbox has been switched. Whether you like it or not, they have already done it from a central database. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth industrial revolution. Because this is going to be our life. This, this is our digital prison for sure. So, there is one more thing I wanted to tell you guys before I get the hell out of here. And it's about Redfall. So, we did get an update about Redfall. Let me go ahead and grab this information real quick. Hold on a second. So, Redfall, ladies and gentlemen, is coming out May 2nd, 2023. So, get your wallets ready, ladies and gentlemen. Get your fucking wallets ready, gamers out there. Because it is about to go down, ladies and gentlemen. But, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, get ready for tomorrow. I have a huge show tomorrow with a lot of news, a lot of interesting topics we're going to talk about. We're going to deep dive into some independent news. And the news I wanted to tell you folks is that I will not be going to Miami for Web3. Looks like the tickets have been sold out. I tried to buy my ticket this morning about 5 a.m. And I went on the site to buy my ticket and it said sold out. So I will not be going to Miami. So I will be going to see my father instead of going to Miami for Web3. But I will be going to a Bitcoin conference in September um, in Atlanta, Georgia. There will be a Bitcoin conference in Atlanta, Georgia, September 6th through the 9th. It's a four-day event. So if you are in the Atlanta, uh, Georgia area, make sure to get your tickets. You can play with Bitcoin Lightning or you can pay with cash. Um, I'm going to pay with Lightning here in March. Um, and stuff. Once I see my dad, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my tickets uh, for that event. Uh, I'm gonna see if my friend Warrior will stop by because I believe she lives in Atlanta. So maybe she'll stop by the conference. We can hang out, um, go out for drinks or whatever, or go out for lunch or dinner or something. You know, catch some food or something. Um, I'm gonna put the link to that uh, website in the description as well, as along with the CBDC folks. But this your boy Nightmare Kayhawk signing off. I'm sorry this wasn't a long show, folks. I'm a little tired, like I said. Gonna go ahead and catch up on my sleep. But I will holla at y'all tomorrow for the independent news sections. Make sure to be nice to each other. Tell the governments to go fuck themselves. Get ready to live in the forest, folks, or in the van. Because a lot of us freedom fighters are about to be exiled, kicked out of society permanently, myself included. Uh, my wife included as well. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, folks. But get your popcorn ready, folks. Because this is about to be a hell of a ride for these next several years. So we got to get our life skills and all. We got to put down all the issues we have with each other. We got to stop fighting amongst each other. Because none of this shit matters anyway, folks. Don't fear death. It's inevitable anyways. We're all going to die at some point. So you might as well go out. I'm not saying what a blaze of glory, but we got to be smart about this, folks. We got to pull together. We got to pull our resources, folks. We got to freaking get this shit together. And for the people that don't want to come with us, folks, we got to leave them behind. We got to leave them behind because they want to be in this digital prison. We got to leave them there. We can't save them, folks. We got to separate ourselves from people that don't want to survive. And I know, including myself, I know I talk about digital currencies. I know I talk about this stuff, but folks, also I talk about freedom. You know, if I had to give all this shit up 
tomorrow I could. Why? Because I've been homeless before. I've already been tested not to have electronics, not to have a gaming system, not to have a home, folks. I've already been tested, and I pass with flying colors. It's it, Yes, it is difficult, and it does take some time getting used to, but it can be done. And as much as I hate the fiat system, I mean, the fiat system is the only semblance of freedom we really have, folks. Paying with cash is actually freedom. As much as I like Monero, as much as I like Lightning, as much as I like Doge, cash is freedom, folks. Yes, it's run by these oligarchs, a disgusting central bank parasite. But what would you rather have? Paper money that you can physically get? You know, physically get. I know the dollar is going down a bit. I get all of that. But ladies and gentlemen, they want us on these digital central bank digital currencies. They want us on these cryptocurrencies for a reason. Because they want us to get used to it. So once they roll out their CBDC and the sheep go get it because it's backed by the government. They don't have to worry about some rug pull from Sam Brinkman ass clown or Doquan, which is a jackass as well. You know, these son of a bitches, you know, they go run to the government because it's backed by the government. I trust the government, right? Even though Ronald Reagan said nine words you don't want to hear. Hi, I'm from the government and we're here to help. Those are the words you don't want to hear, but fucking morons run to the government anyway. But that's the point, folks. And that's what I keep trying to tell you. This is what I keep trying to tell you. You should never. And I mean ever. In your life. The number one rule. Coming out of your mom's vagina. You should know. From when you're a child. To a freaking teenager. To an adult. Never trust the government. Period. Ever. Don't trust them for anything. Absolutely nothing. They're trying to hear to help you. Do not trust them. Period. End of story. They're not here to help you. They're here to control you. And they want more power for themselves. Not for you. For them. So, listen. What you have to do, folks, is you have to use these cryptocurrencies as tools. Stop FOMOing over these things. Stop speaking. Stop FOMOing in this shit, folks. It's not worth it. Stop fighting over this shit. Stop fighting over these protocols. They're not yours to begin with. Because once they shut down the internet, or even worse, once they force you to have to register with your digital ID to get online because of cyber criminals and domestic terrorism and all of this shit going on and all these cyber attacks, once they invoke that and they make the jab mandatory in order for you to get your digital ID. It's game over, folks. It's fucking game over. You can cancel all your mining equipment. You can throw out all your fucking... You 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 can forget about getting an apartment because try renting an apartment without an ID. Good luck with that. Try freaking driving a car without a driver's license. Good luck with that. Try getting any doctor's appointments Dentist appointments, uh, any type of uh, any type of government service without an ID. Good luck with that. Good luck with any of that. You need an ID, folks. As much as I don't like IDs, they're still needed. They're still needed because people have to make sure you're you. I don't know why the fuck you person 
personate anybody else. But yes, people have to make sure that you're you, right? Because they believe in this bullshit system. But that's the point, folks. They're going to make laws, folks. That's coming. It's coming down the pipeline. Like I said, tomorrow's show, you're going to be impressed because all of the articles I have, folks, you're going to be losing your mind and saying, how the hell can this be possible? And this is why I keep trying to tell you people, we have to nip this shit in the bud now. We cannot wait any longer, folks. We're running out of time. We have to get these son of a bitches out. Here's my solution. You don't have to take this solution, but here's my solution. We need to surround all government buildings across the globe and tell these son of a bitches to come out. Come on out. You're fucking fired. You're absolutely fucking fired. And if they try to attack us, folks, we have every right to attack back because you should have never sent your military or your fucking thug police officers after us. We didn't attack you. We didn't We didn't storm inside your building. No, we're surrounding your building on a megaphone telling you to come on out. You're fired. You're fucking fired. You're fucking done. Your time is up. Bring your ass on out. And if you're not going to bring your ass, well, we're going to stay here until you bring your ass on out of there because you're fucking fired. Period. You need to be terminated. Folks, and this is how you do it. You break the economy down. You you tell these son of a bitches, you will not have an economy until you remove your sorry son of a bitches off these premises. You're fired. You're done. You're fucking done. You're done. You're finished. Your career is over. Done. Period. Once we get these son of a bitches out of power and we pretty much destroy the economy because no one's working. Everyone's everyone's fired at this point. Everyone in the everybody in the world that ever worked a job is fired at this point. And that's okay. We can all bring we can all bring stacks of water. We can all, you know, munch on celery. We'll be fine. We just stay there. Until these son of a bitches come out. Once them son of a bitches come out. We throw these son of a bitches in the ocean. And let the sharks have them. But after that. Right. We celebrate. We dance the street. We have parties for a few days. Everybody smokes a little weed. Eats some edibles. Everybody relax. Everybody jumps for joy. Fantastic. Now. We have. Now we rewrite the constitution. Do an updated version. Uh, of the constitution. May we give uh, Chat GPT his rights or her rights, whatever the fuck, Siri her rights and all that shit. Give all these AI bots rights, you know, everything like that. We elect a new government, right? We elect a new government because obviously people need government. I, I'd rather do self-governance, but most of the world ain't ready for self-governance. So we elect a new government. And we hold these son of a bitches accountable. And if those son of a bitches do not freaking buy by the world constitution. I'm not saying the United States constitution. I'm talking about a global constitution that every country and every citizen in the world has to abide by. Right? Once we establish that, right? We vote on it. We agree to it. We put it in a fucking case. Or we put it on a blockchain that can never be altered, changed, or censored, or blocked. Right? Boom. And we rebuild our world, folks. We rebuild our fucking world. Okay? 
we get a new fucking education system, folks. We do this shit over, all right? We need a do-over. And that's what it needs. And I know it's going to be hard, and I know a lot of you going to say, Nightmare, you're out of your mind. No, this is what needs to fucking happen, period. This is what has to happen, folks. We cannot wait another damn minute. We have to fucking establish a new world global constitution. And I don't even believe in the constitution, you know. But for a lot of you, you do. So I'm speaking for y'all. We need to establish a world, a world global constitution where we all vote Maybe on a blockchain if you want to do it that way. Or maybe we draw straws or however the fuck do you want to do it. I don't give a shit. Just figure it out. We'll figure it out after we get these son of a bitches out of power. We drag them out after they done come, came their ass out of these buildings. Grab them by their neck and throw their ass in the ocean. Let the fucking sharks have them. Alright? Let the fucking sharks have them. Right? We clean up everything. Right? All these carcasses are dead. These son of bitches are all dead. We write a global constitution that every country has to follow, like I said. And folks, we start over. We start the fuck over. There's a couple people that we could elect. We know them already. Some of them are already in the Monero community. We could, we could put fucking Martha in power. We could put Doug in power. We could put, I don't know, maybe Raphael in power. We can put a couple of these people. We can put Kurt and Power and things like that. And we start again. We start a fucking again and try this shit again. We try it again. Give the fucking Native Americans back America. We get the fuck out. We all move back to where we came from. And we leave the fucking United States back to the Native Americans. You know? And let them have their fucking land, bro. Because this shit is unreal. This is unfucking real. We need to fucking, we cannot change the past, but what we can do is we give some of the, a lot of Native Americans, we have to share the land with them, folks. We can't be throwing them on red We got, we, once we get these son of a bitches out of power, I think everything will be fine because we would have elected a new government, right? That people we like as a global world and we have a global Constitution, right? We have, we change all the immigration laws. We change everything, folks. Instead of having a 1776 fucking George Washington Benjamin Franklin Constitution, we updated to a 2024, goddammit, blockchain, Monero, Bitcoin, Lightning, Dogecoin Constitution, damn it, a, a crypto Constitution and the and the bill of AI. All right. So those are my ideas. You don't have to agree with them, but I think that's what we need to do. Let me know what you people think out there. This year, point nightmare chaos. Signing off. Have a good one. Be nice to each other and stop arguing on crypto Twitter. It's fucking ridiculous and pathetic, and it's schoolgirl type bullshit behavior. Peace.